Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Dr. Psych Bomb Show. Today, I'm going to be talking about the fact that age is not just a number and who believes this and how I've seen in couples work, particularly that it can sabotage people's relationships. Before that, please do subscribe. The most recent subscriber episode was There Is No Way to Be a Loving Husband Without Doing Chores. And uh, there's over 100 more subscriber episodes. Also, separately, there is a Facebook group that you can join and that is uh, filled with people who like to talk about things like this. Now, if you tell me that you wish that you could join the Facebook group uh, for free or have the podcast for free based on joining the Facebook group or the inverse, well, okay, that is, you're entitled to your feelings, but that's just not how the world works because Facebook is separate from Spotify. So it is always within your control whether or not you choose to subscribe or join the Facebook group. Both of them together would be, what, 11 bucks. So I think it's really worth 11 bucks. 11 bucks is not much per month. But if you don't think so, then you don't have to tell me that in an email. You can you could just just feel it, and I I hear you from here without us having to interact about it. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, anyway, so let's move on. So age isn't just a number. Who are the people who say age is a number? Which do you guess? Do you guess it's men or women? I'll pause. Well, it's men, because <laughs> as I talk about all the time, uh, women have a different kind of perception of time and age and biology because usually, um, uh, always, they've gone through menarche, which is the first period that you have, and since about age you know, 12 on average, every month, their whole biology changes and they feel very differently. So like they... They know that at different times, they feel differently. Time has to do with how you feel. And then even women that are not massively impacted or impacted um, much at all by their periods or their time of the month or PMS are impacted by pregnancy and nursing. And uh, women, you know, have a baby in them for 10 months and then they nurse after that frequently. And your body is like so different and there's nothing that's similar about a woman who's eight months pregnant and a woman woman who's um, three months pregnant and a woman who's not pregnant. Those women are all very different and that is due to the passage of time. Also, women are more attuned generally to the passage of time in their children. So they're the ones who still says like I have a 37 month old or something, you know, and not not men as much. So generally, uh, women are more attuned to Life goes on, we change, biology changes us, etc. And then, of course, comes perimenopause where you feel very different. And I, I talk about this in the uh, Women's Biology Across the Lifespan podcast and how women's 
Brains and Bodies Change in Their 40s podcast and my menopause podcast. Certainly menopause makes women realize that age is not just a number. So women are more attuned to this kind of thing. Whereas men, like they can be kind of similar in their 30s and 40s, especially if they're delusional. So that brings me to my point, which is that if you have narcissistic qualities, and I definitely, you know, don't condone the overuse of narcissism, same as the overuse of gaslighting and all of these terms. There was just a recent article about this in the Times. I believe, about how all these are uh, overused, and that's accurate. But there are certainly people with narcissistic traits, or you could just call them self-absorbed people, and those people like to tell themselves that they're the same at age 50 as they were at age 30. Now, no, they're not, because that isn't how time works, you know, that isn't how numbers work. So you're not the same person. You're closer to death. <laughs> so, so, like, if you really feel the same, that's not good. That means that over 20 years, you've had, like, no deep transformational change, like you don't feel wiser and older at 50 than at 30, holy shit, that's not something to brag about, that's something to get into therapy for ASAP. So if a woman who's 50 is partnered with a man who's 50, and she just went through menopause and he's still saying he feels like he's 30, well, you could imagine they're in a very, uh, they're in an emotional May-December romance that she don't want to be in. So this can stop uh, particularly men who are usually the ones who think like this. Um, it, it can stop them from seeing the reality, which is like they are uh, close to being grandparents and this isn't their time necessarily as a, a married couple to be having like the most like fun like sexual adventures of their life that shit has probably already happened you know and your penis isn't what it was when you were 30 when you're 50 your erections you, you may be able to convince yourself with Viagra but you still do have to take Viagra and wait and hope you don't have like that you know 24-hour erection that rushes you to the ER or whatever happen to people that I, I work with at times. Um, but <laughs> not that often. Don't like go hysterical about it, but it certainly has happened. Um, it's a side effect. Sometimes it just won't go away. But the, the point is that uh, you're not the same. So when especially guys try to say that they're the same and the woman is like, literally, I am postmenopausal, like my body hurts all the time. Uh, I don't have a sex drive. I'm willing to try to be like an active older couple with you, but I'm not willing to say that we're a younger couple. Then there can be an issue. So w what does it look like to get older? Well, usually your body starts to fail more. You have more pain. Things don't work the way that they should. You end up with more health concerns. Um, that's just generally. If, of course, you're a guy who's on like testosterone and, um, you know, Viagra, then you can tell yourself that this isn't happening, but it's still happening. You don't look to a 30-year-old woman like a 30-year-old man. You know, I mean, you just don't. I mean, that that's the, the truth, is that a 30-year-old woman who marries a 50-year-old man assumes she's going to be a young widow. And that that's the reality. And she may be okay with that, you know, but but she knows it. Every It's kind of like it's the emperor's new clothes. I called it like, I, I've been using the emperor's new clothes analogy a lot. I just use like the emperor's soft penis in a different uh, podcast. I like that story, the emperor's new clothes. I, I frequently think about it. Um, but the, the point here is like, there is no, 
Everybody else knows that you're 50 when you're 50. So it's not like you're fooling anybody. And frequently your wife is the one who thinks it's the most ridiculous that you're trying to be younger than you are because usually it goes with like an attitude too. So there's nothing wrong with trying to exercise every day and trying to eat right and stay in good shape. Sure, great. And there's nothing wrong with trying to keep your mind sharp or to stay active. Certainly continuing to work um, is protective for most men versus retiring. They usually get more depressed when they retire. At least that's what... um, um, what what happens uh, statistically in, in things that I read years ago. So who knows? Maybe it's changed. Maybe now it's different. But it always used to be that men derived a lot of satisfaction and purpose from their work, and so were at risk of depression when they retired. But the point is, like, a lot of these guys uh, try to be younger, like, actually to be younger, to, like, sound younger, to use words that are younger, like slang that's from, you know, their kids. And it's just, like, totally not really... Um, uh, it, it's, it, it doesn't fool anybody and it makes them seem kind of repulsive to their wives who they're frequently trying still to connect to because the wife wants to say, oh, we are growing old together and the guy doesn't want to say that because he is um, he's struggling with his own real fear of mortality. And uh, frequently I see this more honestly in men who, yes, are more self-absorbed, but also men who were late bloomers. And I have a late bloomers podcast, so they don't feel like they had enough sex when they were young. So they kind of want to like either open the marriage or do poly or uh, experiment with swinging or just have like a fuckload of like sex toys with the wife and, you know, that she's really not interested in because she's 50, you know, and she's not feeling it anymore. Like in the same as she used to, neither physically nor emotionally, is she as interested in adventure as she was when she was young? It's like nobody would say this about a dog, you know? Like like if, if you went to pick up a puppy that you were like buying off of Craigslist and then you got there and the dog's like seven and the guy's like, no, this dog acts like a puppy. You'd be like, fuck you. You know, I'm not paying for what I thought was a puppy. This is a dog, you know? Like this is a dog. And you wouldn't like interview you the dog you wouldn't like watch the dog do some tricks and stuff you would just say I wanted a puppy I wanted this dog to live for x amount of time and I wanted it to act like a puppy puppies are really cute this dog is fine but this is a fucking dog you know like let, let's be real friend this is a dog so it's the same exact thing people know that animals act different when they're younger you know, I mean, it's, it's the truth. And but then so do adults, like so do humans, like they're also supposed to act different when they're older. And when they don't, it can be like, uh, you know, that term uncanny valley. Like that's what it can feel like when a guy is like, you know, 55 years old, but he's trying to act like he's 35 years old. It's like uncanny valley, like your mind doesn't know what to make of it. And it's kind of a little bit repulsive, because it seems like somebody who just cannot accept the truth and is trying to be something they're not. So it seems very fake and inauthentic. And as I discussed in my podcast, why the annoyingly satisfied husband and the wife who wants more, women um, really like to think that the man has a deep inner world and that he's capable of growth and evolution. And in the case where he's trying to cling to a youth that isn't there anymore, she feels like he's not very deep, like he's pretty shallow and all he wants is to be perceived a certain way and he doesn't see any benefits to like, you know, accruing wisdom and experience of, of aging. And he can't accept reality. And not being able to accept reality is something that um, is not going to garner a lot of respect. 
not from your wife, but also not from those around you. Those around you, though, they say whatever you want them to say, you know, because people try to get along with each other. But in the intimate relationship, the only one who's going to really call you out is going to be your wife. And if she's the type that doesn't call you out, she may still be kind of turned off, but not really verbalize it. Now, there's also... Um, uh, some women that do this. I also hear about this, by the way, interestingly, with adult children of narcissistic parents. So uh, they say that their parents cannot basically pass the torch. They cannot accept that the child, the adult child, is now in their prime, and they, the parent, is now an older person. So these are women who still try to dress exactly the same way as their daughter, down to like the mini skirt and the tube top or whatever. And the daughter is like, "What are you doing?" You you know, like you're supposed to act like my mom, you're acting like my cool friend, but you're not my cool friend. You're like my 30 years older than me mother. And so why don't you want that role? What is it about parenting me and being like the elder and the, the wise person that I can turn to? What is it about that that turns you off? Why don't you want to be that for me? Why instead are you clinging, you know, <clears throat> to youth and to the idea that we're peers? And the same thing with, with men as well, when the father continues, no matter how, it usually goes like, I see it more with like jobs and um, uh, like knowing things about the world, like the guy will go like buy a house, right? And the dad can't just say, good job, you know, it's a nice house. He'll say, well, you know, what mortgage, you, you know, like what, what rate did you get on the mortgage? Oh, really? Because, you know, if you would have gone with my guy, you know, or like, oh, this house, hmm, I don't know if I would have bought a house from that year. Like, it's like the father, he cannot just say, wow, good job. You are a grown up. You're a grown man you bought a house great instead it's like the father still has to be like the expert like he cannot basically say you the man my son you are now a man in the prime of your life and you are doing things that I will respect instead there is no respect the respect only has to go one way and the father is still acting like he is the father of a child you know, and it's like he can't get older. He can't feel irrelevant. And that really is at the core of this is when people fear, fear irrelevancy, then they cling to the vestiges of youth, but it doesn't really make them seem young. It just makes them seem like they can't uh, accept you know, time and biology. So again, if this is something that you and your partner struggle with, then there's going to have to be an acceptance here, you know, and obviously as in any sort of relational issue, you will want you know, compromise. And this could be done through your own conversations. It could be done with the help of a therapist, you know, uh, the, it, basically, <laughs> I mean, there's so many things, right? And I only have so long that I talk in these because I am just talking to myself. So it just kind of does drag on a bit sometimes. But what I really want to get to is there has to be acceptance and compromise in all relational issues. So in this case, Perhaps the man could work more on accepting that he is in fact 55, not 35, in whatever ways that makes the wife feel like he's kind of a partner to her instead of somebody who's still clinging to something that isn't real. And she could try to get outside her comfort zone more and engage in more adventure or play to the degree that she has. Now remember, a dog who's 12 years old doesn't gamble and play around in the meadow like a puppy. It just doesn't. So if you are wanting your 
poor 55-year-old wife to say, oh, hey, I know it's fun. Like, why don't we just, like, you know, sleep at the beach tonight? We'll just, like, put up a tent and we'll just pretend that, you know, we didn't tell our daughter that we're going to take, you know, go take her out driving tomorrow, you know, because she's 16 fucking years old and we still have all the kids in the house and I don't sleep on the sand because I'm older and my back hurts. Like, you know, as long as you're not thinking that she's supposed to act like a, you know, 20-year-old girl that's just excited by being alive because she's not that excited about being alive. She's used to being alive. That doesn't mean she can't be happy or joyful, but it means she's not going to act like a 20-year-old girl because she shouldn't act like a 20-year-old girl because she's not because her daughter in this hypothetical is 16, which is real close to 20, and that's who should be acting like a 16 or 20-year-old girl is the actual girl who it is. Now that, But if you feel that you are trying to cling to youth because there is absolutely no joy or adventure or fun in your life at all, then that would be something, and of course that's not only why, because you cannot blame your desire to cling to youth just solely based on like your wife being like joyless or whatever, because that's not real. Like there's also a big part, which is you, which I tried to establish fairly uh, consistently in the earlier portion of this podcast episode. But uh, it can contribute that a joylessness in your spouse would make you cling more to the idea of fun and adventure. In that case, maybe try to work on that in couples counseling and talk about ways that you can play and have adventure and fun in your life that your wife feels may be age appropriate, such as travel, such as learning new things, such as new things in the bedroom that aren't going to like wreck her body or involve, you know, five other people in the room or whatever the case may be, right? So I talk about this, um, this whole idea in my podcast about uh, female hormones and who takes hormone replacement therapy and who doesn't. And since I recorded that, there was like a lot of stuff in the Times and different articles about um, all the benefits of HRT, hormone replacement therapy that were not um, that are not told to women. And again, if you want to replace, if you're a woman, you want to replace your hormones and and figure out how to feel better great, awesome, you know, obviously I'm a big proponent of trying anything and I talk about that a lot with depression. Basically fucking try anything that you can if you have treatment resistant depression or any depression, meds, exercise, yoga, whatever the hell you want to try, right? Try anything. So same with hormones, but there's many women that feel fine as they get older. Like they they are just accepting being older and they are welcoming this stage of life and they want to be present for it and feel it. And that's not bad either. You know, in fact, that's pretty emotionally healthy. To accept aging is pretty emotionally healthy. If it gets down the road of being completely joyless and acting older than you are, like you have one foot in the grave when you're 50 years old, that too is pathological. But when we're, but the, the goal is to really accept where you are in life. That's kind of the goal of therapy. And so to, to be living your best life, but not a, not a fake life, not, not thinking that you're something you're not and not thinking that just the power of your mind is going to take 20 years off your body, like that is not what we would consider somebody who is good at acceptance. And acceptance is a massive part of mental health. There's entire... Uh, modalities of psychotherapy that are based around the idea of acceptance, such as acceptance and commitment therapy. And it's also super big in DBT, dialectical behavior therapy. I mean, so it's massive. So anyway, I hope that this was something that made you think. Uh, I hope that all of these podcasts are something that make you think. And I will talk to you guys all soon. Bye-bye.